Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened, quote-unquote, yesterday? There were judges. <laughs> <laughs> I said, quote-unquote, because we are recording this back-to-back with right. the one that we just did. And no, so I, I thought maybe... Well, but there were. There were multiple judges. They they came and saved people after God destroyed them. That... And God brought those judges to them, so he saved okay. them, and then he wants them to worship him. I think that you're maybe um, overplaying... The quote unquote judges, because we don't know that they're judges. They're not referred to as judges. Well, but that's, they said that in the last chapter, the before the one, well, not this, not this last one, the one before that. They said that the people that they were putting there were the judges. So they are the judges. I guess. I don't know. They didn't do anything judgy. I, I mean, I, so basically, yeah, I don't know. what chapter three was about mm-hmm. was the people, um, would forget about God and, Worship the other gods and intermarry with the people, the Canaanites and whatnot. That damn intermarriage. And then they'd do so bad. And then God would punish them. And then they would be like, oh, no, help me, God. And then God would relent and send somebody to lead them. And there would be peace for a billion years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole cycle would start again. Right. And right. that's that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, basically. Right. right? Which is it, the whole thing's dumb. I mean, sure. Like, if you're that powerful, people would respect you, but right? they aren't. Maybe you should keep showing yourself. Like, but like to disappear after like twenty years, forty right? years. I mean, even even okay. if you, even if you disappeared after a hundred, you Here's just didn't thing. make that big of an impact. The people were not really respecting him hardcore, even when he was interacting regularly. Right? How the hell did he think that taking a hands off laissez faire approach? Was gonna be better. I I mean I don't know. Like that's stupid. That's right. not. No, I I agree. That's not logical. Right. And so God is dumb. Yeah, and and Bible yeah. God. I agreed. Canon God. But he's not as fiery and brimstone now. He's like whatever. But he is dumb. He's dumb. He's bored. He's moved on to better planets. Right. Maybe, I don't fucking maybe he's know. just busy building something else somewhere else. He's like, y'all suck. We're going to find out there's another planet full of actual, you know, God worshippers someday. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe they won't be as <laughs> stupid as humans either. Because, I mean, the humans are dumb too. Right. Like, they really are. I, in the context of they believe in God, but it's, it's, it's almost like they make it clear to us, we don't really believe in this God. I know. So, it's I mean, true. it's hard to like... Say, are they dumb or are they just like, you know, living their lives? True. So I, true. I don't know. That no. is true. I, I would agree if they, if they, if, if God were real, if this is a real phenomenon, then yes, they are being dumb. But as it stands, it seems like he's not doing a whole lot. And, right. and cause put it this way, whether God, is real or not, whether there was a God or not, they would still be battling on and off with the people whose land they stole. Right. That would happen anyway, regardless. Yeah. So to tack on a a God effect, like we're getting along now because he's rewarding us. Oh no, we're fighting again because we are punished. That's, that's stupid. Right. Cause they were going to be fighting anyway. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Cause they colonized and invaded and stole the land. Right. So. All right. Okay. So what are we reading today? Today we are reading Judges chapter four. All right. Let's go do this. Let's. 
Okay, Joshua chapter four. Deborah and Barak defeat Sisera. Deborah and Barack? Mm-hmm. Barack? Barack. Like Obama? Like Obama, but not. I like I like Obama. I know. Are we gonna like this guy? I have no idea, but he and Deborah defeat Sisera. Okay. okay. I don't know who Sisera is either, so I don't I'm either. not sure how to feel about this yet. I, I wanna say that we probably are gonna like Barack because I think we like Deborah. Okay. I, I can't recall. Like, I don't know these stories. You right. Know? No, I don't either. Okay. So, so let's just go. Let's find out. Yeah. yeah. After Ehud's death, that was the last guy. Yeah, that right. we, he was we a got, judge. or you know, And he got two sentences. Right. Yeah. Okay. The Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight. Idiots. Is that? I think these are going to be all the chapters and judges. Right. Yeah. So the Lord turned them over to King Jabin of Hazor, a Canaanite king. Mm-hmm. The commander of his army was Sisera. So, yeah. Ah, okay. There, there we go. Sisera's but, bad. But let me ask you this, though. If mm-hmm. God is so, suddenly on the Canaanite side, mm-hmm. are they bad or are the Israelites bad? Uh, they're all bad. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if he... God's infallible, right? Supposedly. Right. No, I'm, in, I'm just saying. In canon. Sure. Yeah. I, right. So, if he's infallible, why is he supporting the wrong side? To punish the right side. But that's that's really not correct. It, he's manipulating and using as pawns. Yeah, that's that's dumb. Yeah. That's really fucking dumb. And Especially scary. when you have the ability to punish them yourself right. without involving other people. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, that doesn't make any sense. And honestly, if you want those people gone, just get, get them gone with the snap of your right. Thanos fingers. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard, dude. You brought them in, you take them out. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Harasheth Hagoyim. Mm-hmm. Sisera, who had 900 iron chariots, ruthless, yeah, ruthlessly yeah. oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. Mm. Ruthlessly. Yeah. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, as you do when you, you have are... a ruthless leader, sure. Yeah, sure. Mm. Okay. That, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the people that they ruthlessly conquered cried out for help, too. They probably cried out for all the gods, <laughs> right? is my yeah. guess. Right, yeah. I mean, Deborah, the wife of Lapidoth, Lapidoth, L-A-P-P-I-D-O-T-H. Okay. Lapidoth, Lapidoth. Something like that. So anyway, Deborah, the wife of this guy, was a prophet who was judging Israel at that time. Okay. She's a prophet. A woman prophet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They didn't used to mind sometimes when women took leadership roles, but now women are supposed to get in, in the kitchen and shut the fuck up and bring honey a beer. Well, it's, it's, it's even interesting in, in the Old Testament here because really they kind mm-hmm. of subjugate women in the, in the Old Testament it, very it much. It depends. So. It depends. Like, right. Usually, yes, but this woman was a prophet. Okay. okay? All right. I, that's interesting, though. And her husband, Lapidoodle-doo, was <laughs> judging Israel. Okay. Okay. So they were both judges? No, she was a prophet. Oh, she was a prophet. He was a judge. Yeah. They were the overactive couple that was involved in everything. Yeah. They were the fucking... The leaders. You know, the the town preacher and then the wife was involved in PTO. Sure. (laughs) I mean... Or band... band, uh, What's the band thing that they do? The the conductor? No, no, no. The people that, that, that... Like the band boosters. The booster. Club. Yeah, the pa- the booster parents. You know. I was thinking more like mayor and. Um, whatever, it's all the same. Yeah, whatever. Okay, she would sit under the palm of Deborah 
as Deborah's do, you know? Under the palm of Deborah? Palm. Like palm tree. Okay. Is my guess. She had her own palm tree, huh? Apparently. She sat under it. Between Rama and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites would go to her for judgment, even though she was a prophet. Hmm. She was a prophet, but they went to her for judgment. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. One day, she sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, who lived in Kadesh in the land of Naphtali. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got it. She said to him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Call out 10,000 warriors from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulon at Mount Tabor, and I will call out Sisera, commander of... Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors, to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. Damn, promises, promises, bitch. But then she's a prophet, so she's speaking for Mm -hmm. God, apparently, Apparently. right? Because otherwise she would have to be stoned to death. Right. Because you can't prophesize unless it's correct. And that would make her a witch. Right. So God, again, is, 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 uh, is doing war. Yeah, yeah. Okay. God, God is a war guy. I mean, that's what it seems like, right? Yeah. Just he loves war. Who doesn't love war? That that really describes the society we live in, though. It like, does. I mean, it it really is. Yeah. Very. We are a understanding nation. as to why we are like we are now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is totally groovy. Yeah. Love war. Yeah. Barack told her, "I will go, but only if you go with me." Very well, she replied, I will go with you, but you will receive no honor in this venture, for the Lord's victory over Sisera will be at the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak to Kadesh. Wait, what? Is it because she prophesied it, or because she's going along with because him? Because she's going with him. She's like, fine, I'll go with you, but now I get all the credit. Now I get all the credit. Huh. And, you know, it's going to look bad on you because the woman did it. All right. I so guess. they went together. Okay. I wonder how her husband feels about that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious. Yeah. At Kadesh, Barak called together the tribes of Zebulon and Naphtali, and 10,000 warriors went up with him. Deborah also went up with him, you know, because <laughs> she said she would. They were totally having an affair. You think so? I'm just telling you that right now, they fucking. Okay. okay? All right. Now, Heber, the Kenite. Did you say Heber? Yes. Okay. I just, it so, might be Heber. H E B E R. Heber. Let's go with He-bear. Heber because Heber sounds too much like a Care Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Heber and She Bear and We Bear. <laughs> now, Heber, the Kenite, a descendant of Moses' brother in law, Hobab. 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 <laughs> Hobab. <laughs> Had moved away from the other members of his tribe and pitched his tent. Yeah, he did. <laughs> by the oak of Zananim near Kadesh. Okay. He pitched that tent. Yeah, he did. He pitched yeah. that tent. My I fine. knew you were going to just drop it. You had no, to just, hell you no. Had to pause there for a minute. Huh? Of course. Oh, I, know. I know. Of course. I'm a child. I know. I know. I, I never want it ever said that I am a mature person who passes up the opportunity to make a dick joke. I don't think that will ever happen. Well, I just want everyone here and now to know I enjoy that and I am not ashamed. Like, there are some uptight fucks out there with sticks up their butts that would be like, oh, grow up. And I'm like, 
what is so awesome about growing up? Right. Yeah. Like, it's well overrated. I seem to be much happier than you. I'm certainly having more fun. Yeah. Tell me, what is the enticement to grow up other than escape your ridicule? Right. You know? Right. Like, honestly. <laughs> so, fuck off. Dick jokes for for the win. Right. Okay? Oh, and, but here's but the argument. You, just to stick on that subject for just a moment. Uh-huh. The argument that they would say is with... You can't have good conversations. Like, well, that's fine. I'm not talking like, to but, you. But no, no. But but here's the problem: is that there's there's not anybody having good conversations on the other side either. Right. And that's been happening for a lot longer than we've been making. You know, this absurd podcast. things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, no, whatever. True. Get off us. You know, we're just fighting fire with fire. Well, so. I'm not fighting at all. I'm just living my life, and you're over there criticizing. And telling me how immature I am. You're the one that's uptight and upset. But if you I'm want to, if you want somebody to see the absurdity of the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. It's been it's been ingrained in society for so long that it kind of takes absurdness mm-hmm. to to break out of that mold. Sometimes, you know, like that's what I feel like we're doing is like saying, "Look, look at this a different way. Take this a different way," and and right. you know, that's why we're making fun of it. So right. absurd works here. It's true. So it is whatever. true. I'm not talking to people with sticks up their butt. Right. That's, that's no. all I'm saying. Yeah, our fans like, do not have sticks up their butts. That I mean, is one thing I will say for certain. They might have sticks up their butts, but not with regard to my sense of humor and this particular podcast. So at least their sticks up their butts can be removed. Apparently. So. Because they're you know, listening. Whatever whatever the case is, there's less sticks up people's butts that listen to our podcast. Oh, that's a fact. Right. That's a goddamn fact. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Now that we cleared that up. <laughs> I have no idea how we got off on that. But anyways, <laughs> when Sisera was told that Barak, son of Abinom, had gone up to Mount Tabor, Tabor, sorry, 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 he called for all 900 of his iron chariots and all of his warriors, and they marched from Harasheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I totally got they it. They march in. I've got it. So Cicero's the bad guy. And, yep, and Barack's the good guy, but the woman's going to take all the credit, and her name's Deborah. And Sisera just got all of his 900 chariots. Right. Okay? And and he's ready to do damage. Right. And God told them to show up, and also yeah. told the Israelites to show up. Right. God's like, I'm going to make you guys fight each other. Yeah. So Now, you were asking good guy versus bad guy, who do we cheer for? In Bible canon, we are supposed to be cheering for Barack and Deborah. Of course, of course. So, right. That's who I'm choosing. Yeah, it's always to... the Israelites we're supposed to cheer oh, for. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Even though they are land stealing motherfuckers, right? In in Bible canon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Then Deborah said to Barak, "Get ready. This is the day the Lord will give you victory over Sisera, for the Lord is marching ahead of you." <laughs> That's what she is said. Is he marching ahead of them though? I I didn't see him. Yeah. I don't know. What's he doing? Playing with his dick. I probably. mean, right. So Barak led his 10,000 warriors down the slopes of Mount Tabor into battle. When Barak attacked, the Lord threw Sisera and his chariots and warriors into a panic. Into a panic. Okay. Into a panic. He made them panic. He made them panic. Okay. okay. Not poisonous snakes, not fire. Right. Panic. He made right. them panic. He didn't send any earthquakes or what the fuck ever. He just made them panic. Got it. Sisera leaped down from his chariot and escaped on foot. Of course he did. <laughs> 
Then Barak chased the chariots and the enemy army all the way to Harasheth Hegoyim. Yeah. Killing all of Sisera's warriors. Not a single one was left Not alive. Not a single one. Never. Not Never. even the guy that was leading them and ran away? No, Sisera ran away, but all his mans are dead. Okay. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, Sisera... Back at the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. Sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sisera ran to the tent of jail. 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 Not not jail, like jail. No, it's J-A-E-L. Okay. So J-L. Sure. Okay. Whatever. So anyway, Sisera ran to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, because Heber's family was on friendly terms with King Jabin of Hazor. Okay. <sighs> Whatever. I couldn't follow all of that. I, yeah, that That's was too I'm many. lost there. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, come into my tent, sir. Come in. <laughs> Don't be afraid. So he went into her tent and she covered him with a blanket. Oh. oh I bet she did. I bet mm-hmm. she did. Please give me some water, he said. I'm thirsty. Right. So she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. Mm. Stand at the door of the tent, he told her. If anybody comes and asks you if there's anyone here, say no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right. But when Cicera fell asleep from exhaustion, J.L. quietly crept up to him with a hammer and tent peg in her motherfucking hand. Holy shit. Then she drove the tent peg through his temple and into the ground. I think maybe he tried to do something more than just lay under a blanket. I think you might be right. And so he died. Yeah, he did. Was the rest of that sentence. Right? Holy shit, that's man. Pretty, that's pretty... That escalated quickly. Wow. He was just hiding and then she just took a tent peg to his mm-hmm. head. Damn. Yeah. It's rough. That's nasty. It's a hell of a way to go. When Barack came looking for Sisera, J.L. went out to meet him. She said, come, I will show you the man you are looking for. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> Is that the right guy? Did I do good? <laughs> you guys are not going to kill me, right? So he followed her into the tent and found Sisera lying there dead with the tent pegged through his fucking temple. <laughs> so on that day, Israel saw God defeat Jabin. The Canaanite king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was what's her butt. Yeah, I mean, she's the one that drove the damn temp peg through his I'm head. cheering for JL. Damn. She's my hero. That is some... If I gotta pick a saint or, wow. like, a muse, I'm all on board with JL. Right? She took a fucking peg to his mm. head. Like, what's that badass motherfucker, right? Right? Yeah. Badass motherfucker. Okay. Um, blah, 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 J-Ban, the King, King. And from that time on, Israel became stronger and stronger against King Jabin until they finally destroyed him. The end. Okay. Damn. But a temp peg, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That's how they, I mean, they might have beat all of them, but she killed their leader. She killed the king. Right? She. Well, no, that wasn't the king. That was the warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that whatever. was the, the leader of the. The leader of the band. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. The army. The army leader. Guy. Yeah. Well, she killed him good. She killed him good. I I mean, like, that's some... That's some... And... Wow. Her husband was supposed to be on the side of the not-Israelites. But I thought they said that they were on good terms with them. I don't know. Like, they said something about them being on good terms, I think. Yeah, be- he crept to her tent because her husband was on good terms with his king. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's why he went there. 
Got it. Because he's like, you're a friend and and I'm in need. No, I think, I don't think that's what it said. I think they said that they were on good terms with the Israelites, actually. Okay, hold on. So. Hold on. Nope, you're wrong. Oh. Sisera ran to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, because Heber's family was on friendly terms with King Jabin of Azor. you're right. I know. You're right. That's why he went there. No, I apologize. I, I... I just assumed since she put a fucking tent peg through his goddamn head. That's what I'm saying. That they had to be on good terms with the Israelites. It was shocking. Right? Otherwise, if if um she and her husband were on good terms with the Israelites, why would he go there and expect her not to tent peg his head? Right. So, right. That's true. So, yeah. Um, But my question is, what led her to do that? And how does her husband yeah, feel about be, it? There's got to be more to that story. I hope you there is. You don't just randomly drive tent pegs through people's heads. I don't. I mean, yeah. Not more than once anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, hopefully this story continues tomorrow in Judges Chapter 5. Please, please, please. <laughs> right. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Yes, wife? Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's, where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.